my daughter calls me bunny. I'm bunny rabbit in her phone. Mm-hmm. I'm a bunny. You are. I look at you as like a Playboy bunny every night before we go to bed. That's a different kind of bunny. I meant something wholesome and cute. La, 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 Everybody, you're listening to God Spice with Greg and Kathy. You're like so like Broadway. That's like that, you're that's, always on point. You're always prepared. That you got you got to. <laughs> I think that's like a perfect intro because today we have a wonderful guest on our pod, Paul Rubin. Not to be confused with the late actor who had recently, you know, deceased Paul Rubens. Mm-hmm. But also not to be confused with the 70s movie Superfly, even though... <laughs> <laughs> you even went though, there. You went there. Yes, even though Fly is in his name. Are you professionally known as the Fly Guy? The Fly Guy. The Fly it Guy. Not the Fly Guy. It's the, the Fly, fly guy. guy. Yeah. So essentially, when you're an actor and you need someone to come and deliver drugs backstage, you call <laughs> the Fly Guy. Uh, yeah. Aspirin. Aspirin, a leave. I think he's in a yes. different um, it's a diff- kind of a profession. Are exactly. you getting people that. high? Yes. Don't you get people high? On wires. Okay. Oh. On wires. That's a new. That's I a new one. That. I've never heard of wires. Yes. Tell yep. us about wires. Wires are the substitute to drugs. <laughs> yes. It's the synthetic drug. Right. So exactly. So when you want to get high legally, you hire me. Right. Well, legally, as long as you have a permit to do it. <laughs> well, yes. Now, yes. 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 This so, is true. So, Restraints, yes. permits. Like, not like those kids straps, that are now riding once again. All sorts of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Not like the kids these days that are now doing what they did back in the 80s, riding on the top, like subway surfing. Oh, right. Well, they're no, doing I it now. I think the kids that are doing it right now, it's because, I, I don't know if your kids play this game. I remember when my daughter played it and, and our other child did too, our, our brown and my child. But like, they like to play this thing called the surfer, whatever, the surfer kind of uh, game on the oh, phone. Oh, uh, 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 yes. Subway surfer. Subway surfer. It's called Subway Surfer. And apparently there. That's what I just said, Subway Surfer. Yeah, but we don't listen to But you to were actually you talking about literally Subway, Subway surfing. surfing. Yeah. She's talking about That's the, the video real. game. I'm yeah. talking about, about the video game. Yeah. It's a yeah. craze. Yes. It's mm. definitely a part of their upbringing for yeah. this current generation. Yeah. yeah. And now these kids are enacting it, which is insane. Right. Well, not only that, but sub with Subway Surfer, what they're doing is on like TikTok and all these other platforms, they're actually talking against a subway they're like duetting with a subway surfer have you seen that yes that's like the kind of the trend yeah i don't think i'll be doing that no no but i mean unless you guys want to go climb a seven train and go for a little ride why not you know seven hey i mean where we are we're up in columbus circle area right well why wouldn't Mm. you do an express you get better speed that way that is true if if you're going to surf an express yeah there's less so stops is that right, like exactly, the a yeah. or c like is that what well we i do be? the two three actually oh, the two three is a good two, one three, yeah, yeah do the two three yeah Scary. although we have to go out to like because you can do like 70 second to 40 second i mean you can get some good speed on that you could yeah yeah I although mean, you're you on might, the ground you might you get might, decapitated you might lose, you might lose <laughs> okay your well like, you have to go out to queens and brooklyn for like the outdoor subways in the bronx oh yeah you could do that yeah or go to chicago or go to that's true. Oh go no, to, we're spreading it. We are not Chicago recommending no, no. subway surfing. It yes. is not it a is, recommendation. No, not here. No. We're kind of making fun Never of it. Never do subway surfing unless you're supervised by an adult. 
on, or, on a video game. Or in a video game. Yeah. Or if you have like the contraptions and structure of the fly guy That's setting true. it up Correct. so you so, look so like you're surfing the subway. What you should do, in, if you're in New York City, instead of subway surfing, you should just go straight down the West Side Highway. Oh, and, the Chelsea and is Piers it area? To, oh, the, to Chelsea the Chelsea Piers. area where they have the trapeze. The, the yes. trapeze experience. You could do yeah, the trapeze mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. So, it's a lot safer than mm-hmm. subway surfing and it's more fun. So... Which is a perfect segue into the Fly Guy, Trapeze, Broadway shows, and magic. Because when I think of Broadway and I think of aerial views and actors and things, for some reason, what always comes to my mind is not even the actor, but Phantom of the Opera. When that chandelier comes like, I remember seeing Phantom of the Opera. I was in the front row and that chandelier Mm -hmm. comes whoosh. Yeah. Right down in front. So I'm, I'm, one, just amazed in how theatrics are done in theater, especially when scenes are changing live. left and right. And mm-hmm. they're live. And they're right? alive. Because when, like, I, when I... No mistake yeah. can be made. No. When, when no. I, when eight I grew, times a week. Eight, eight, time, eight, eight times a week. Eight times a week. Because when I was a kid, my mom used to like make me nervous about like little pop-up fairs when a fair would come to town. They're like, you never know how safe those are. They're just oh, putting yeah. them up quickly and taking them down. Yeah. And as you just said, eight times a week on Broadway, there's like aerial aeronautics activity taking place. Mm-hmm. And so tell us what the fly guy does and <laughs> what we're setting up here because we're setting First it up. First of all, Greg, I'm going to correct you. Is it the fly guy? Oh, the that's right. fly guy. Not the fly guy. It's the, the fly guy. There oh, you go. The, don't worry, guys. I'm right. still the. working on Greg's English. Why? Are you, um, <laughs> are, are you European? Uh, no. No. Okay. No. The. But, but I'm the. It's oh, not, you're the. It's like not uh, it. It's the. Oh, it's, it's not the. a fly guy. It's kind of like it's I'm. The. It's his brand. Well, it, you know what? I'm confused because I'm known as the Gregory, I really, and I'm not the Gregory. Uh, I'm honestly, the Gregory. Exactly. Honestly, Although really, I'm the only Gregory, but uh, honestly, I really don't care. I was just going after her because she kept pestering you on your ling- your English. Oh, so I'm just picking on you. <laughs> oh, I'm just being, so, so it doesn't matter whether you're the or the fly guy. T H E is all I care T-H-E. about. T H E. Is it, wait, that sounds like it's like audio. Now we're getting into like T H T H X T H X exactly T H X. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So same same sort so of. So you concept. can say the fly guy, the fly guy. I can even be a fly guy. So how or did a fly you guy. how did you fly into flying? Oh, that's good. Nice segue. Yeah. Um, Were you just a fly in the wall? Uh, no, 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 not even close. Okay. Um, I was actually going to to college, majoring in theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know if I wanted to be a performer or a, a, a designer, like set or stage manager, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I took both uh, tracks. And uh, a friend of mine was a secretary for a company that specialized in flying. Mm. And secretary, a non-PR term in this day and age. We call them admin, administrative assistants. Ooh, thank you for that. You're yes. welcome. But it's okay, because back in the day, they were called secretaries, just like right. the way flight attendants were once called... Or special steward, assistants. Stewardesses. Stewards. Yeah, stewards. Stewards. No, stewards. I was going somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Secretary, I thought, is just a whole other term. What? Secretariat, the horse? <laughs> no. Let's go with that. That's we'll go good. With that. Secretary yes, go with that. the horse. Yeah. Yes. yes. So uh, her title was secretary. So that's the only reason why I remember it as secretary. Mm-hmm. If she were doing it now, she would be an administrative, administrative assistant. assistant. Yes. yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were in the process of looking for a young college kid to fix equipment when it came back broken. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I-, I can do that. I can sweep up the shop. Mm-hmm. But when I met with the owner who. Um, he was the one who taught Mary Martin how to fly for Peter Pan mm-hmm. and Sally Field how to fly for the Flying Nun. Amazing. Um, he was impressed with my theatrical background, the fact that I was an actor, a technician, and a magician. 
He said, you are better suited to go on the road and choreograph flying Wait, sequences. a magician? Like doing magic? Yeah. Yeah. You're a magician? Really? Yeah. You could do magic? Yeah. If we gave you cards, <gasps> could you do a magic trick? Here, pick a finger. Wait, let me mix them up. <laughs> uh, yes. For the record, you guys couldn't see. It was the middle finger he gave me. <laughs> I was trying to force a finger. We're putting that on the record. It was, it was one of those like I was, I was forcing it. It was, it was like it was a dad joke. Pull my finger and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why is it smelling here? Because uh, <laughs> oh. you pulled your own finger. <laughs> Whoa. We went there. That was, that was anyway. like Leslie Nielsen. You know, Leslie Nielsen was known for all the fart jokes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. You know, I am not a fan of potty humor. You're not. What are you talking about? No. You're, I don't like. Then why do you have a potty mouth? No, there's, there's, okay, levels of potty. Okay. Oh, I like, oh levels of potty. Wait, I'm not confused. Oh. Are you talking like if you were in Boston, if you were to say that, be like, yeah, we're headed to the party. But you'd be like potty, you know, potty. like potty. the con the potty. Yeah. So wait, are we talking about potty humor or going to a party? I'm now, now, now I'm perplexed and confused. And sometimes I'm, well, I'm you know, no. you can have a potty mouth. That's oh. very different than potty humor. Oh, what's a potty mouth? Potty mouth. Is, is that like, when you drink a lot? No, it's like when you say the F word oh. or you say oh. like shit right. and oh. bitch and stuff. Oh, right? right. When you drop an expletive. An ex like a bad word. Oh. And then mm. potty four humor. Word is disgusting it's oh. like people who bring defecation and pee pee and poo poo and farts and stuff into but farts are funny yeah farts are always <clears throat> funny i mean i'm sorry it's true that's I, true. I don't uh, know people I, do laugh at farts far, farts will consistently the whoopee cushion has given me ptsd oh my well, lord i just came up with the new broadway i'm a genius the new broadway show Farts are us. They people just get up there and they just fart the entire time on stage for an hour and a half and just people just laugh hysterically. Oh, an immersive production. <laughs> it's an immersive production. And we can make it 4D. Oh. So you that may, way You'll have to have masks though. Yeah, yeah. You have to have masks. <laughs> so, so people are farting. What, are people in the freaking gas masks? Yeah. For the show? So That's so it's disgusting. like there's gonna be an odor. Sometimes you might get sprayed with something. Oh. <laughs> you just okay. never know what's gonna happen. Oh. All right, you see where this is going? Yeah. Okay. You understand? I, I do. I do, and I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yes. <laughs> so yes, there are levels. Th there are levels of potty, and he's exceeded the level that you would this like. Yes, I'm there. It's I'm like there. when you give like a, they say, "Don't give a finger; they'll take your arm." Yeah. That's, I've never. That's, that's, give, that's give, that. give him an inch, he'll take a foot. Yeah. Yes. Or, yeah. I was thinking more like an inch and a mile, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, I get you. I get you. You're hashtag uh, gross. <laughs> I'm hashtag awesome. <laughs> That's great. Go make me some masala. So back to the fly guy. Oh. Um, Did you go ma make you masala? Yeah, that's right. You heard me. At least I know how to make something. That's good. I'm glad. Go make the masala and we'll come back and we'll eat. Listen. Look, with my Ludwig von Beethoven hair, I'm going oh, don't, to. Don't self-proclaim shit that I make fun of you about. <laughs> Everyone tell me how Ludwig-y he looks. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like awesome. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of the pod, it's going to be like this. So, so just, just compose. Just, exactly. just compose. I just compose. Yeah. That's there what I'm know. doing. I'm composing visual, audible lyrics. Do you have your conductor, right you have your conductor um, sticks? Oh, they're, the yeah, they're right over there. Yeah. I, could, I could break them out. Yeah. So, so, the band, so the band that we're in has trauma because of when I conduct the band in order to keep them on time, because I do not have a conductor's wand, um, <clears throat> I, uh, I typically use drumsticks. And so I'll and typically click them. them to keep the band on time as we're singing or working Greg on rehearsal Because Greg is a human pieces. metronome. That's what we call him. So okay. it's, we, we had a pod about this one day where I 
do not get behind the drum kit until the band is actually ready to perform with me. And so what I do is when I produce the band, I get them to the point where we work on all different pieces. And when I feel that they're ready to perform with me, that's when I finally sit behind the drum kit. But I will not sit behind the drum kit until they're actually ready to perform with me. Gotcha. I know it sounds arrogant, but it's the truth. But it's but it doesn't it doesn't sound arrogant. It is no. arrogant. Right. It's not really arrogant. It's amount about bringing people up. I think it sounds, to your... feels, smells, and is arrogant. Hmm. Just but there's nothing wrong with it. But that's there's okay. nothing wrong with it because no. you're, you're used to you Broadway, are, so aren't Broadway they're, they're, like they're, well, how are Broadway directors? But you are actually well, a Broadway producer. Well, it depends. So. It depends on who you're talking about. There there are some that are arrogant and some that are so easy to work with. Mm. Yeah, I'm very easy to work with. As as long as you're sitting in the right spot at the right time when you're ready to play, or if you're just correct and you perform the way that you're supposed to perform. Well, but I mean, do you guys ever have amateurs just show up in Broadway and like so you have an orchestra? And all of a sudden, you might have a saxophonist that just, for some reason, can't blow the saxophone well. And so they squeak all the time. I'm assuming the director is going to be quite perturbed with that individual. That, I don't that, think that, that would not think, happen on Broadway. I don't yeah. think that artists would be allowed <clears throat> to be no, a part the of the music, band. The musical director and the conductor will not allow that to happen before they get to the theater. Exactly. So I They wouldn't and, even be allowed there. Correct. And right. so my my so when I'm putting together a band, my choice is typically limited and it's kind of like nonprofit and I'm like, you know, working with individuals sort of mm-hmm. like when you go to like nonprofit theater. Oh, what's that movie with Ben Stiller? And oh, along came Polly and his friends. Um, oh, he's uh, he's, he's he's deceased passed. now. Yeah, the redhead. And Here goes Greg. He can't remember a name, and he brings Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip oh, Seymour Hoffman. I'm so proud of you, Philip Seymour Hoffman. You actually remember a name for him. He, 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 show, he shows up. <laughs> I cannot work with you amateurs. <laughs> and he's like trying to take over the parts. Yeah. I think he he's said like, I'm the star of this show. I think it was a children's play. It was a children's yeah. show. It was, <laughs> children. it was like all children. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's like, the Do you ever has see that happen on Broadway? Like, you know, a, a, a <laughs> actor shows up and says, <laughs> that, that is so true. Do actors ever show up on Broadway, like, especially when they bring stars on, like mm-hmm. from from movies? Does anyone ever just show they're up? Like, and you guys like, are amateurs. You're amateurs. Like, you can't. You. No, I only see that in Vegas. In Vegas. <laughs> Because <laughs> Broadway, actually acting on Broadway, I'm assuming is extremely difficult. It, it is. It, it is very hard. It's very hard to get in. And I mean, fortunately, there are those people that can go from show to show to show uh, ensemble or, mm-hmm. or character actors. But it's really hard to get in there and, and, and start acting. And start yeah. it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're going to go back to the Fly Guys story. Yes. Oh man, we get, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting, she's like tangent. whiplash. It's I blame. Yeah. I, it's always her. She takes us off on these tangents. We go elsewhere. I it's kind of hard. The, I am not the tangent creator. You are. Huh. Actually, you started with the in, in immersive 4D farting show. You That's know what, right. it, guys? That's, you know, I'm gonna. If we're gonna go Broadway. I'm gonna go David Hasselhoff. All right, because he was on Broadway ooh. for a little bit, and I remember he was on Broadway. Apparently, the salary that he took was a 15k a day or 15k a week. I forget what it was. It apparently tanked the show because it didn't do well, but they it thought it would was, do well because of him. It was and more than that. It was it was more than that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's a huge, huge star in in Germany. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He actually apparently when the when they when they tore down the wall, he apparently thought that he was so important to German society that he deserved a piece of the wall. Good for him. Yes. That's true. If you look at like documentary series, you know what? Like a man in underwear can only go so far. A man in underwear? Is that what you call a. Uh... The, the Speedo action. Oh, the Speedo, yes. You're talking about like a lifeguard suit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lifeguard suit. <laughs> I was a lifeguard. I used to have the a skimpy, suit. The skimpy suit. The skimpy suit. The oh my God. Yeah. We have a story about you randomly showing up at my door. 
with like your freaking speedo on. Oh, I did one time actually. Oh, really? So back, so I played multiple sports growing up. Hockey was my main sport, but I also played. Baseball. I could tell by the hair. By the hair, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got the the hockey hair. Yeah. Actually, anyone that is a hockey player, one that would watch this, or uh, people that from my hometown knew. I always had like a stash coming out of the uh, out of the out of the uh, back of my. Do you have a mullet? Uh, do I have a mullet? Yeah. Some people might say it was a mullet. I would say it was a cool look. <laughs> So yes. So yes. So I played. So I played water polo in high school, and because it uh, was it happened before the hockey season, so I played a season, and then um, I still had that bathing suit. It was like this little tiny itty bitty weenie pincher pincher that I had from like seventeen years of age. And then we were on vacation one time in the DR Republic, and Kirthi at the time and um, her family, we all vacationed together, and I showed up at their door with just my weenie pincher on. That I wore when oh, I was 17 years old. I wasn't even subjected to it. Yeah. My daughter was. Oh, my God. She opened the door and she goes, um, Uncle Greg's at the door. <laughs> and I come over and I'm like, what the F are you wearing? <laughs> so I'm being European. Did you ever actually say F or did you? Well, she was there. Oh. So I had to say F. I got you. How old was she? <clears throat> Six. Great. Or a little. I said I was European. You can get away with it. Which I technically am, 50%. No, you're 100% European, actually, except for just being born here. Uh, well, you know, I, I, you know, it's all about, like, thinking about where, where do I want to be from and where am I from? That's why I just say 50%. Well, I think more importantly, my question is, how do you go from where we're both from to being a Broadway... Oh. You got to bring that up, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's, because it's, it's flying. there. We you can't have to fly it. to European destinations. And so, what are you talking about? You, you, I'm talking about him and it, his like background. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm leading into flying in and flying into Broadway. But you were talking about Staten Island. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what you're are talking, you about, talking Island? about? Yeah. Well, I thought you're. I thought you're bringing us back to the Broadway productions. No, she. Oh. She, she's bringing. She's. She's going out. She's going all Staten Island. She's going Staten rogue. Island. Yeah. Going rogue. So yeah. oh, she's, let's, you got to you got to do that right. You got to bring in that <clears throat> other borough. <laughs> the other borough. The other borough. Look, yeah. I mean. We can't control what it does and what it like represents. True. But then there's some like I would say good seeds that have you know. Oh, there's come a lot of there, good seeds, right? There's a like, lot of good seeds. And it's like oddly, there's a lot of good talent that's come out of that island for some reason. A lot. So yes. You know, look at us. We're not no. so bad. No. On one of no. our previous pods, we identified all the talent that came out of there. I think there was like six or seven people. Shut up! There's a whole roster of people. <laughs> Stupid yeah, six shit. or seven. You stupid shit. Enough, enough <laughs> to have a baseball lineup. Listen, we also got mafia. <laughs> well, you Colin Jost was from there, right? Yes. Yeah, he was one yeah. of the people that we mentioned. And Pete Colin. Davidson. Yes. Pete Davidson. Exactly. Um, Christina, Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. Yeah. Um, um, uh, what's her name from? Uh, who's the boss? I was just about to say her. She Alyssa right, Milano. Alyssa Milano. Yeah. She lived right around the they corner from me. They had a restaurant me. on, like, in the North Shore, right? Like Milano's or whatever. I have no idea. I just know that she lived right around the corner. Our backyards were sharing, sharing backyards. Mm. Oh, yeah. really? And Ricky Schroeder. Was there or or Ricky sorry, Schroeder? Rick. He's a Greenwich boy. He's like Rick Schroeder now. He's right. Yeah. But he was a Greenwich boy. He he uh, was a born in Greenwich. No, yeah. he was. I actually was from my town. Ricky Schroeder was a Greenwich boy first. Didn't he move to Staten Island? I, After you know, he grew up on Staten Island. He grew up he grew in up? Staten Island. Okay. He was he was a you Greenwich boy. You're full of shit. It's what I'm telling you. If you look it up, he so went there... to Glenville School. He went to the same no, elementary no, no, school no, no, I went no. to. Ricky Here's Schroeder. The thing. Uh, People like Greenwich is like Manhattan. A lot of transient. People, they come from somewhere. No mm -hmm. one's ever actually born in Greenwich. 
Unless, like, the way yeah, your family... Yeah, don't have any hospitals in Greenwich. The way yeah. your family is settled there, like, in 1925, yeah. like, you have to be from yeah, that right. background. Not one person has ever been born in Greenwich, ever. <laughs> right. right. Apparently, my birth certificate is fake. Unless you were born in a cab. Said. If you were born in a cab, you'd be born in Greenwich. That's if you're traveling through. Exactly. Yes. exactly. Yeah. I see. Is that how that works? Yeah. That's exactly how it works. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's all. Well, oh, let's let's go with that. What's the population of Greenwich compared to the population of New York? Um. Well. Well. Yes. No. You, no, no well, take the population of just Manhattan by itself and take a look at the rest of the country. We were just talking about that in Maine. There's how many? Sixteen. How many people are there? One point six million. One point eight million. One point eight million. And just in Manhattan alone is eight million people. Yeah. Right. Not even the whole New York. City region or oh, New York. And they general. have like a crazy like manhunt right now. Too. There's a manhunt going on. Like, how hard is it to find a man when there's not that many people? And there's a shutter in or what do they call it? Uh, the, 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 yeah. The, like everybody's got to stay, like, stay home. Forced to stay at home yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Well, it's kind of it's scary. insane. Think it about is. it, right? It is. And, it, and I was listening to the news today. It was like 560 mass shootings this year alone. Yeah, it's 566. 566. 566. That's crazy. This year and alone. And there hasn't been 365 days yet. Not so yet. can someone tell me where the logic is? I just don't understand why we can't all get along. I don't know. I don't I'm know. perplexed by that. There are a lot of crazy people. There are a lot of crazy people. Remember the episode we did? The world is crazy? Oh, we did, yeah. It's all crazy. There's like no normalcy. You know what people need to do? They need to go to Broadway shows. They do. They do. There's mm-hmm. well, except you're gonna if you're gonna be one of the politicians and start groping people during Beetlejuice, then no, you should stay away. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, have certain happens. public then, representatives who like yeah. that. Yeah. So please, mm. if you're gonna do that, stay away from Broadway. Mm. That was so gross. It was. That's it more was. for a sex club. Yeah. 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 And there's there's club or, 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 there's your, or your farting musical. Immersive musicals. Yeah. Experience. There you go. Yes, you can do yes. that. You can, you, can get, you can get away with it there. Yes. Yeah. Okay, crazy. so wait, going back to Shaolin. I'm actually getting whiplash with this conversation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's fantastic. Shaolin. You grew up there. Who? Shaolin. Staten Island. Oh. Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. How do you not know it's called you, Shaolin? You must not be from Staten Island. No, from Staten no I moved oh. when they changed it. See, see, people don't even know. People don't even know Staten Island. No, I think it's Wu Tang Clan, right? Uh, that's it. Yes, that's what. But I, yeah. um, grew up there. Yes, and then I actually. Where did uh, you go to college? Like that uh, actually probably introduced you to your current career, right? That is correct. Yes, I uh, I I went to Tottenville High School, which we both. Did. I went yes. for a hot moment. Uh-huh. Yeah, I. Is that I when went, you were? Is that the one you were kicked out of? It's like kicked out. What the hell, dude? Were you kicked out of a school? No, that's Our Lady Star of the Sea, and I was in oh. third grade. Chicken of the Sea. Wait, you got that kicked like the out of third camp? grade? Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? Color out of the lines? No, actually, what? I was like one, their like top student. I got oh, yeah. ki- I was um, kicked out by the father that joined the whatever he became principal or whatever mm. in the school, and he was like, "Why is there an Indian girl who's scoring better in religion, but she doesn't take um, host? Uh, is host right yeah, at the mass? Host. Yeah." And I would attend mass, but not sit in mm-hmm. mass. I would just sit in the back of the bleachers and be there on Wednesdays mm-hmm. to to participate, but not. All right. Um, because I'm Hindu. Mm-hmm. And but I still went, and I took religion class and everything. And he was very upset that I was a Hindu mm-hmm. in the school. I was the mm-hmm. only Indian kid. And uh, he then actually asked my father to take me out of my out of the school, and that I'd be better suited for public school education. Mm-hmm. Really. The way I and then look where, at where it, where did you go after that? Went to PS Five. 
um, you know, on and then Huguen, off of Huguenot. And then um, mm-hmm. I went to Elias Bernstein. I-7. I-7. That's where Jay, my daughter, went. Oh, really? Yeah, she huh. went there. And my brother went there, too. Oh, yeah. No, it was a great middle school yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. Like, really good academics, so this actually. is all on Staten Island? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We, we have more than one school, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, that's good. We have people. Yeah. Huh. I wasn't sure there. if it was one of, like, the schools from, like, the 40s and 50s where there was multiple classes in one room, you know? Where, okay. where where does that exist? Actually, my dad went to a school like that when he grew up. That, that was like in Richmond Town. Yeah, there's, there's a school in Richmond Town <clears throat> that had every grade in one building. My my, my oh, really? Yeah, yeah, my father when he was growing wait, up, wait, he grew you, up. Oh, sorry. I don't know. Go on. Did, did you never take a trip to Richmond Town when your school? <clears throat> any of your schools? Historic think, Richmond yeah, Town. Yeah, yeah, I went there, but I don't remember it. I have, I have like major memory loss of my years in Staten Island. I know this sounds really weird, yeah. but like. I think I like disliked so much of the environment and the upbringing and the way I was treated throughout my like growing up there that I think I blocked a lot of it. And I honestly have hardly any friends from growing up. But there. even when you went to high school, I mean, Tottenville is, I mean, there's a, it's like a, a melting pot. Sort of. I mean, it was weird because I didn't fit in with the, the, the melty part of the pot. I didn't fit in oh. with the other part of the pot. They were like, was, she's not part of our cast. Right. No, and then the few Indians that were in the school, they were like, you're not the same type of Indian. Mm. Oh, so really? oh. there was that. What type of Indian? Uh, Gujaratis. They, oh, oh, they, oh, Catholic Indians. You know, no, yeah. no, no, there's Christian Indians. Yeah, no, I mean, and then not Catholic, Gujaratis. Christian Indians. Yeah, yeah. No, but Gujaratis, like yeah. Patels and Shahs were I, very clickish. I thought it was going to be like, you know, how you, how you have, like, you hear these stories about bands and, like, celebrities. When they had M&Ms backstage, like, we oh, want... The, the pl- reds, pl- the pl- reds got to come out. Yeah, the reds got to come out, and then the browns and the black like have to come out as well. Was that like you? Like we have to pluck this girl out of well, no, the school? But, no, no, but they had just had to be separated. <clears throat> no, they didn't oh. have to be removed. They just had to be separated. Separated, segmented. Yeah, yeah. we right. interacted in mm. different levels, right? Basically, mm-hmm. but it was it was just really hard growing up there. But mm. yes, old historic Richmond town. Yes, of course I remember it. Yeah, I. Just don't so there's a schoolhouse where details of it. Well, grades one through twelve or whatever it is all went to the same building, but not in the same room. No, the same building. Oh, he's talking about no, the no, same but it, but it's it, but it's no, but it's a small it's a small building. So like one through five is probably in mm-hmm. one classroom, six through eight is in another classroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah, oh yeah. My 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 father. It was a one schoolroom building growing up. So he, part of his life, he grew up in upstate new york in chatham spot that's like very special to to my heart as well and so because we he uh we we still go up there and visit um non-blood relative basically families we call it and so um yeah when he grew up as a as a kid he was in the same it was literally just one school room that had i think it was first through i don't know sixth or eighth grade or something like that and he went a few years to school there in one classroom there would just be different teachers why does your dad sound like he was born in 1900 well he was born in what the 1930s maybe yeah no 1900 is different from 1930s well this was upstate you know this is i don't know the town he grew in my question is is upstate new york still like this what happens there do you guys go to class in one room it changed yeah over years Uh, i've been up there many times it's it's it moved from how do you know were you educated there? So we're, we're I know people who are educated. Uh, Chatham, New York. Chatham. Yeah, you know Chatham. So it was in, like Spencer in, in, Town area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Do they have llamas? Uh, <laughs> I have not seen a llama. No. Tons, tons, tons. 
Ton, tons of deer and wow, cattle. <laughs> Are there alpaca farms? Yo, they're yes. all they're all, they're a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that my spirit animal that's is my a llama. Animal. How arbitrary was that? Yeah. <laughs> we were just watching llama videos this morning. Because I watch them every morning. Yeah. I watch alpacas, has, llamas, and rabbits. Well, not just rabbits. She has this rabbit that she's in and love tigers. with called There's Rinto. A, on, uh, I love Rinto. Yeah, she loves Rinto, which is this Rinto's like, like my spirit. Like yeah. Rinto and his brothers and sisters. This rabbit, they're like little rabbits. Oh wait, Rinto has siblings. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just Rinto by himself. No, Rinto has Pinto and there's like... Kinto. Oh, Rinto. Oh, how funny you just said Pinto. So the family that my father had grown up... So my when, when my dad was young, his um, father died when he was really young and his mo- mother was a nurse, worked 247. So this other family um, had taken care of him and his brother and the name of the family, Pintos. Oh, how funny is yeah, that? Yeah, the Pintos, yeah. But these are Japanese rabbits. Um, mm. So no so. relation? No, no. Oh, okay, no. okay. Maybe just, they just came checking. back and... Reincarnation, you know. So where are these rabbits? Are they online? What? They're on Insta. Oh. And I religiously follow them and their reels. But what I do is I take the reel on my personal profile. It's not a God Spice thing. So people who don't follow me personally may not yeah, see this. Thank God it's not on God Spice. I might have to infiltrate God Spice with this. No, but if you do, then everyone's going to be getting Rinto videos. <laughs> <laughs> but they do such funny, like, the voiceovers, they like take them and they somehow get these bunny rabbits to like yawn and open their mouth. So you see their cute little teeth. They're all like, they, like you see that cute little bunny teeth. Like they actually see Do them. Do you know that bunny teeth never stop growing? Really? They have to constantly eat. Like a rat. Right? Oh, like a rat is the same thing. They have to gnaw. They have to, and, and if they don't gnaw, the teeth will grow and they will grow long enough to go and pierce their brain. Aww. Yep. Pierce their brain? Pier- so it no, grows the brain. reverse oh, way? Like it goes that it, way? It, well, it goes down and up, you know, because they have the teeth. Oh, the bottom teeth will go up. <gasps> I just saw this little meme of a rabbit today as I was like surfing through because I look at some of her Rindo like <laughs> items, um, posts <laughs> that all of a sudden now I'm like served all this rabbit, all these rabbit memes. And the meme today uh, was a rabbit had like a little like prompter on its head. It was like doing customer service. And I said, like, have you tried chewing the wire yet? <laughs> so i grew up with a rabbit we had a rabbit uh-huh. and so our rabbit used to leave like little cocoa pebbles around and would always chew our phone wires oh but my dad was a phone man so we had like i don't know 100 you know cables at any given moment in time that we could just right. replace them but it would always just chew right through our phone cables yeah. see I, I grew up i had a rabbit also but my rabbit was in my show i had a magic show and i had a rabbit however no one ever told me that you can overfeed a rabbit so I kept feeding it and feeding because I saw the dish was empty mm-hmm. and a rabbit doesn't know when to stop eating. Oh. And sadly, oh. if you overfeed a rabbit, oh. its stomach explodes. Oh. Now my brother gave it to me as a present and I, because he knew that I needed one for the show and I, I used him, I, I used him for, it. and I, I killed it. Well, what would have been a great magic trick is if the stomach exploded, but you brought it back to life. You how reanimated you, it. How do you know I didn't? Ooh. You cut oh. me off before I finished my story. Oh, let's hear this. That's story. so usual, Greg. Yeah. Sorry. So, nope, I'm done now. That's I'm it. Done. That's, That's it. it. The story's over, Greg. Yeah. So I, you overfed your rabbit and it I over, died? And it, well, it, yes, it died. Well, like, yeah. let's <laughs> How sad it, is that? That's sad. <laughs> turning it back to happy, Rinto does these cute little like reels with uh-huh. sound effects. And sometimes there'll be music and different things. But I don't just like Rinto. I take Rinto's reels and I relate them to me personally. And there's, I like always type up like, I guess like a meme of some sort that's personal to me. And I literally get 
flooded by DMs from like all my personal friends and family that follow me on this personal account because they're like, you just make me laugh. Like the things I write because they're like seeing me as a bunny. I need to now follow you to do that. Like, I mean, for those of you who follow me, how many of you see bunny? My daughter calls me bunny. I'm bunny rabbit in her phone. Mm-hmm. I'm a bunny. You are. I look at you as like a Playboy bunny every night before That's we go to bed. That's a different kind of bunny. I meant something wholesome and cute. La 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 furry right they, they in are. the right oh spots <laughs> only in spots yes you can pet it yeah um okay now and then, and going like, back to and they like to be fed okay i'm gonna go back to the flying <laughs> okay Stat- so staten island. So, oh, we're, staten island so we're going back to staten island okay so you went to school there but then you went to college where yes i went to unlv the university of nevada las vegas mm-hmm. oh and uh that's where i met the administrative assistant to this flying company and I worked with them for eight years and I was his protege for eight years. Wow. Yeah. And That's then, like the best training ground. Oh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, I learned from the master cause this is the guy that brought flying from London. He, I mean, he worked with, I don't know, I'm going to get stupidly historic with you. There's a guy named George Kirby. He worked with JM Barry and created mm-hmm. the first flying effect for Peter Pan in 1904. Wow. That's cool. And then his son took over the business and, this guy that I was the protege to learned from his son. And then I, I took over from there. So. That's amazing. It, it's like great. you were almost like you became lineage for them. Like kind you of carried sorta. on. Kind of, sort of, yeah. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. And then, so you were in Vegas, you started out there. What was the first kind of major production you got to kind of lead with the new skills that you had now developed? Um, I think the first show was the Who's Tommy they turned it into a musical and mm-hmm. they started it uh, La Jolla Playhouse mm. and then it went to Broadway. Yeah. And that was, that was the first one. And then I did a couple other things. And then the, the, the next big one was Peter Pan with Kathy Rigby. That's so cool. And that was, Which I we, remember we when were just talking, right? Um, Greg, like we at Christmas time, Christmas is like one of our favorite holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as like a couple in a family, we just like love it. Like even if we're just opening up air, with wrapping paper like around it. We just love just like the feeling the of vibe. being together. Well, and being in New York City is, yeah. I, there's no better place than New York City. For, I, during, I completely that. agree. Mm-hmm. And um, we were just saying Peter Pan always plays on TV mm-hmm. during Christmas time. And That's I right. feel like we haven't seen it lately. We haven't right? seen it no. But also talking about that, they did the live Peter Pan show with uh, Allison Williams. With Allison yes. Williams. And were you involved in that at all or? Nope. No. Nope. How nope. is that possible? Well, it makes sense. That's I, why the that's why the aerial stunts weren't as good. I, they would have yeah. been better. They, I, I I can't argue with you. Um, I was I was very upset um, with. I mean, they had all of this potential, mm-hmm. and it was a big a big flop. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm I I wasn't there, so I can't figure out why it went in the direction that it went. Mm-hmm. But it it had so much potential, and it didn't go anywhere. I heard a uh, rumor that Chris. Christopher Walken was the pirate, the lead pirate, Captain Hook, Hook Captain Hook. That's yes. I don't know why I'm forgetting Captain Hook. 
I had heard a rumor that um, for him to take the part, he had mentioned that he wanted to make sure he was dancing in it because apparently he likes to dance. Did mm. you happen to hear I, of anything I like that? I actually heard that rumor also. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but I also heard that he could not remember his lines and I did he hear that too. did not yeah. dance very well and he had to read all of his lines off of a teleprompter. What? Really? Yeah. Was he just nervous because it's live in front of millions? or I, Again, just... I, I wasn't there, so I don't know. Oh. Oh. Um, I... I don't know. You don't know. Yep. I, I, I can only know what people tell me, but it could be rumors. Yep. Yep. And yep. So you know, how, what's the process of like, um, you're a special effects creator, right? Mm -hmm. Basically. Is that, yeah. is that a good way for me to sum it up uh, in a simple way? It's, it's like live special effects and not right. CGI. Agree. Correct. Yeah. Agree. Right. So but, live but, special effects. Right. I, I choreograph the flying effect for, or, or the special effect of flying. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what, let's pretend um, for, for us and also for like our audience, I am interested in doing something like this. Where do you start? Like, what are like some tips you might have for people who are like, you're interested in doing this? What, what should they do? It sounds like you started figuring this out in college. What, you mean if they wanted to do what I do? Mm -hmm. Um, how do you become a resource for productions so it, that like, you know, they tap the fly guy well the best thing to do right? is just intern intern with either a flying company or someone like myself mm -hmm. and uh learn the trade because mm -hmm. it's got it's you you can't you it's not something you learn in school there's no classes to learn how to 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 rig or to choreograph flying sequences you mm -hmm. have to it's on the job training it's so on you, the job it's all, it's all it's all on the job and how mm -hmm. much is i'm assuming a lot of it also is depending on network and connections and community, right? That surrounds all of that. Well, that's how you continue it, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm lucky enough to, I get phone calls. People say, hey, I'm doing this show. Can you do it for me? Or, mm -hmm. And things like that. So I, I, I do have an agent, and my agent takes care of all of the, the business stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of the stuff that I do is, is the resources and the friends and the people that I've worked with in the past mm -hmm. calling me and saying, hey, I got this brand new project. Uh, I want you to do it. Or for example, I'm, I'm doing a show in Japan next year. Um, it's called The Ghost and the Lady. It's mm -hmm. a, a, a manga um, hmm. a book. Reenactment. But like, that they're turning into a musical. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Very cool. Um, Scott Schwartz is directing it. Mm -hmm. uh, Scott Schwartz is Stephen Schwartz's son who is from, is, he's from Wicked. Yep. Uh, and because I had done a production of Little Mermaid in... Tokyo, though it's actually touring Japan, it's been touring for the last 10 years, they saw that and they said, well, I think that he would be perfect for doing the flying for that show. So That's awesome. it's it's just because they saw that, they said, this is this is what we want. This guy did exactly what we're looking for. Let's hire him. So That's amazing. Yeah. A question that I have for you, like in terms of a, when you think of productions, there's like proper titles, like a, a grip or a gaffer, best boy. What is there a technical title? Is it aeronautics choreographer? What What is the technical title? I, I actually have uh, two titles. Um, I'm either a flying choreographer or an aerial choreographer. Okay. Mm. It depends on on the show that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I go by aerial choreographer, but if I'm doing like The Little Mermaid, mm -hmm. I can't be called an aerial choreographer because people are going to think all I do is work with aerial. aerial. Air. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I, I usually go with a flying choreographer. Um, 
but it also depends on what's in the show. Mm -hmm. If there's aerial effects in it, like Lyra or Spanish web or silk or, or something circus like, mm -hmm. then I'll go with an aerial choreographer mm -hmm. because that's more what it's that, that I'm doing other than flying. Well, I, I think Spider-Man could have used yeah. you. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So tell actually tell us about Spider-Man like that. That show just seemed to be it had so plagued much from the very beginning. Like it seems like it, it could have been an, an incredible show. Then all of a sudden, they're trying to do it. Then there are all these accidents. Then they stopped it. Then they were like bringing it back. Like, like there's all this buzz. Oh wait, it's coming back again. But then it yeah. stopped again. What did they? Obviously, they didn't hire you for this. I, I was not. I, I I was very very far away from it. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem was is that they were pushing the envelope too far mm. uh, for what they can do indoors in a, in a venue. Mm -hmm. And a contained venue and that's a very small. Contained it's not venue. like you're in like Nassau Coliseum. But could Barnum right. and Big. Bailey Circus do it? If they found like a Cirque du Soleil tent, mm. yes, it would be, it would be a perfect, room. it would be a perfect show for Vegas, mm. not in a, a Broadway theater. Mm. Um, the, the, the aerial effects that they did in the show were fantastic. And I think the set was incredible. Um, it's just, it was too confined. It was in a, in a too small of a building, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but the, some of the stuff that they did, they pushed the envelope further than it's ever been pushed. And it was incredible, but it couldn't be consistent. It had to be done eight times a week and, yeah, it, just, it, and it, it, couldn't, it couldn't be done that way. So because they were pushing the envelope though, did that show enable Broadway to expand its flying capabilities? Cause like, Okay, mm. we pushed it way too far, but maybe if we back off 15%, then we can do that for another type of show. The problem is, is that because of all the accidents, we have more rules and regulations that we have to follow. So OSHA has like come in. Wait, so, <laughs> yes. and, and so that and show then, made it probably more difficult for you. A lot oh. more difficult, yes. Because of the, did the unions come in and say, then we need to protect mm -hmm. more and everything? For, for example, for Wicked, when, I, uh, when we opened uh, in 2003, mm -hmm. um, which we're going to hit the 20th anniversary this year, which is That's fantastic. Great. I went to the original mm -hmm. show in mm -hmm. 2003. How come you didn't say hi? Why did I, you? I wish I knew you. No. I, was, I actually, I was there, but I was there. I took my best friend from Staten Island who happened to be mm -hmm. getting married that year. It uh -huh. was my bridal gift to her. And I bought seats right in the orchestra, mm -hmm. like perfect center, two seats, a couple of rows behind. Mm -hmm. It was the best experience mm -hmm. ever. So the monkeys flew right over your head. Yeah. So wait, so you did that back in 2003. Correct. And they're still using your aeronautic... My choreography. Your choreography. Exactly. All my choreography. Still to date, 20 years later. Correct. But that now, is but awesome. It is. It is. Do you get residuals? However, the, thing, the problem is with that, though, is when we first did it, all the, all the monkeys had a single wire on their back. Mm-hmm. After Spider-Man, they had to have a, a redundancy. Uh, so if something happened to that wire, they'd be it, caught. You have to be caught. Yes, um, which it makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a good like but, buffer, but, right? But the cables that we use are are they break it a ton. Mm. You know, so that's that's almost ten times. Yeah. What, so you can't what, be obese and be lifted like that. But yeah. well, but you can because sometimes it's done by the motor. Yeah. Like I don't know if you remember this because you're not as old as I am, um, but there was a show called Mr. Belvedere. Oh, no. Oh. I remember Mr. Yeah. Belvedere. Yeah. Okay, great. 
uh, then I'm going to talk to her. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thank you. Uh, so Christopher Hewitt, uh, we did a special, and it was a Christmas special, and he played the Scrooge character mm-hmm. for for the show, and I flew him, and he he's he, a tall man. Well, he's tall and round. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, he weighed three hundred and twenty pounds. Holy oh, wow. shit! I didn't yeah. know he was that big. He, in he was person. that big. Yes. Yep. Like a large football player. He yep. was a big butler. Yeah, he was Mr. a big butler. Mr. Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, it was a great actor. Um, yeah. But we had to use a winch to fly him because we couldn't we couldn't use a uh, it couldn't be manual, which oh. is how some most flying is done. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. Mr. Belvedere was a good show. It was a fun what you, show. What do you connect? So when I think of a theater, obviously they have lighting rigs up there, um, but are there separate special? Because tr- obviously. The theaters have been around for quite some time, right? Mm-hmm. Are there special trussing like systems that have to be brought in yeah, for everything that, you're I doing? Think how Greg, does that... Greg, are you asking how the magic? What's the magic behind the? I, you know me. I'm like I'm always fascinated with so like, you the engineering open... aspect right. of in delving into things. So like, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. You want to know what's behind the curtain? Yeah, I want, I, exactly. I, I want I want to know like the Wizard of Oz, like yeah. what he's doing behind the curtain. Yeah. Uh, so yes, yeah, there is is special equipment brought in. Mm-hmm. Uh, theaters either rent or buy. Mm-hmm from different vendors. And uh, depending upon the flying sequences or, or what the effect we're looking for, that's the equipment that I would order to achieve that. Mm-hmm. So I always look at the final picture and work my way back instead of saying, oh, you have this equipment, this is all I can do. I wanna give them the biggest bang for their buck. Mm. So I will, I will come up and produce this amazing sequence and say, okay, now you have to have this, this, and this, and this, and this to be able to, to do that. And how do you do that? Like, do you ever wake yeah. up in the middle of the night? Like, sit, so do you ever hear like, oh, a show might be coming to Broadway or you read a book or you're thinking this would be great for Broadway. And do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and say, oh my God, I have this great idea. Let me go speak to one of my director friends or producer friends and saying, I think that we could produce a Broadway show with this type of concept. All the time. Happens to me all the time. And, and but even I, I'll hear a song and I'll choreograph an aerial ballet to that song mm-hmm. and then try and find a way to work either that choreography or that song into a show. When yeah. do you, mm-hmm. um, when, when, when do you find your creative energy? Like I know Greg, he seems to have creative energy like at an hour that I'm like, I need to go to bed. Like, <laughs> it's true. You yeah. suddenly want to play music and do shit at like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I don't know if it's my older age. I just can't do it. Mm. But like, I actually wasn't even like that when I was younger. I, I just, I'm a morning day mm. person. I like to get mm. stuff during the day. Like when, yeah. when, what is your sweet spot? Like whenever I'm inspired. So it'd be yeah. random. So usually when I'm drinking. Oh, good. <laughs> no. Um, we don't it, know what that is. It, it, it could be a happy hours at any point. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's really uh, whenever I'm inspired, whenever, um, whenever, like I could be reading a script or a book and I can see flying in that, in that sequence or mm-hmm. in that chapter, or like I hear a song and I'm like, wow, I can see somebody in wires doing these these yeah. aerial moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I try and write that down or remember those moves so I can wind up incorporating it into into something in my next That's project. Which brings me to my next question. How much do you read? Like, I feel like a lot of creative people read a lot because you get nuggets, ideas. I read captions to pictures. Does that count? <laughs> I read. He loves memes. comic books. I like. I like memes. Yeah, I like memes. <laughs> um, no, I, I read. I, I read. Uh, but the things that I read are not stuff that's going to help me with the stuff that I do. I, mm. But I don't think it has to, I, right? Like sometimes, 
like reading technical stuff. We read a lot of technical stuff, yeah. I would say, predominantly, mm-hmm. um, more than we need, want to. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we finally are like, oh, read some pop culture stuff mm-hmm. and do other See, you know, I, I like I like a good Stephen King or Dean Koontz. Mm. I grew up John Sanford. I love Stephen King. So you like, you like scary? Mm-hmm. I love scary movies. Oh, my God. We yeah. love scary. Yeah. As a family, we watch, yeah. I think we've seen just about every scary movie out there. Nothing like scares us anymore. No. We were yeah. a little bit desensitized, I think, sadly. Yeah, a yeah. lot. I mean, they're trying to do the jump scare, but I mean, it's but still... But it's overdone. It, it is. Yeah, now it's, it's overdone. overdone. Now. I can't... I, I look forward to a really good scary movie. Like, um, mm-hmm. my my associate that I used on the last, uh, like, Cirque du Soleil show, uh, we, <laughs> we sat there in the theater... And we planned out the next Final Destination movie Ooh. by all of the accidents that can happen while creating a show. Oh, that's creepy. With the truss falling and mm. crashing and the sparks creating a fire. And then, I mean, it's things. It's like the domino impaled. effect. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yes. then you fall out of sequence of your death. So then death still chases you. It, exactly. Oh, yep. yeah. But we, we yeah. created almost an entire movie while we're in production for a show. That's mm. not creepy at all. N- mm. No. <laughs> That's where I got creative. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. love it. That's crazy. Well, and, we do love scary though. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. We love is great. scary. Yeah, we watch. I a lot feel of scary like movies. I've lately because scary movies are not like doing it for me. Yeah. I think we just we watched the nun and we were bored by it. Yeah. The, the new, new nun well, the new too nun, was nun not too. scary, this and we're trying scary. to tell, like our daughter about yeah, it because she loves like, scary. Like and she gets, she's obsessed with yeah. scary. Well, and and she she did um what was it get out for her film class? Yes, she did. Yes, which is a great a great choice. I would have gone with us. Us is scary also. Us, oh, us, 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 because yeah. us, us has it's a really good. It has a really mm-hmm. good twist to it. Mm-hmm. Now no, it's us not is scary. It's not scary, but I think it's more like a psychological. Thriller. Oh no, I was, gonna, I was uh, Sixth Sense. I think is a very smart. Mm. It's mm-hmm. a very well done movie. Uh, yeah, is that is, M Night? It, M Night Shyamalan. Uh, yes, yeah. I think yeah. that's one of his He's best. He's been yeah. like, but his his scare like um, his movies haven't done that for me as much as of late. Not like not, what not, was the one yeah. old? That's crazy. Old? It, had it had a great yeah, potential. It had so much potential. Yeah. So much potential. And then good. I was like, we were like, when is this movie gonna end? Or, yeah. or or is it because now there's like now his movies aren't about him anymore. It's about how do I involve my family? Because oh, yeah. his daughter is like a songwriter, then someone else is like his other daughter or something. And now he incorporates it's his family. Yeah. It's become it's a family it's, business it's now. I wonder if that's affecting his ability to make great movies. It could be. And what was his movie happening or hap- uh Oh, is it The Happening? The Happening? The Happening or something? That, that yeah. never happened. You're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting. waiting and then the credits come up and it's like, okay, what, what yeah, happened? Watching, we just watched a movie I'm recently. I'm watching a show. Nope. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nope is so good. <laughs> oh. Well done. Oh. See, okay, so this is what I was I, trying to say. Scary movies, not like hitting the mark. Guys, opportunity try to scare us stop more. all the fake Please. jump scares the every fake jump scares like mm. stop just the, the weird ghost stuff like just come up with something, something that's, that's interesting that truly scares but people i think psychological thrillers have been more interesting to me lately like, like nope to mm. me is a bit of a psychological thriller with like i don't want to ruin it for people there's something that appears in there yeah but it's not like the typical like None or yeah, I, I didn't care for it. See, I actually liked Nope because yeah. I felt like, oh, that actually like left me wondering what's gonna happen next. Well, was it because it became clowny once that like thing came out of the sky? Yes. Like at first it was like, what's going on? Then it, you had this thing come out of the sky yeah, after a little yeah. while. When it, it kept coming up, we're like, yes. okay, yeah. Yeah. it was like, yes. 
Once it revealed I, itself a little too I'll, much. I'll give you that. Yes, I agree. It was good to a point. And then, it, and then they just. Then lost it was me. like too much of the. Well, that happens to scary. We were just talking about a, a scary movie recently, which I forget which one it was now. Where it was great, then all of a sudden it became clowny because they revealed too much of the like antagonist in it. Yeah. I forget what scary movie that was, but it just yeah. like it became clowny. Yeah, and that's that's our issue with well, a lot of scary my movies. Word for a lot of things. Although a movie that was psychologically scary. And probably psychologically scary because we have kids, and it could just happen to technically anyone. Is Black Phone? Oh God, the that Black movie Phone petrified me with Ethan Hawke. With yeah. Ethan Hawke, yeah, Great. that movie definitely yeah, scared that me. That was a good movie. Yeah. yeah, when you can like relate to it in reality, oh, and yeah. what but also I think happened. it was done well without mm-hmm. showing too much. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. the ghostly figures, yeah. like you're like, is that a ghost or is that in his the yeah, child's head? So, Paul, what other movies do you like? Uh... Sadly, I like seventies movies. Like I love The Sting. Oh, that's a good movie. Oh. I I love well, Jaws is my favorite movie. Oh, Jaws, love Jaws. Uh, Jaws. I read that movie. Uh, Actually, not read that, that movie. movie is still exciting it's, even it's, now. But it still holds up yeah. after yes. all of these years. Oh, but I I'm actually really read the book when I was a lifeguard. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I was a lifeguard, I was like. Because it was one of those books that happened to be in like the lifeguard station. I, I well, don't we know, know. it's another job that Greg it. had. It is. But wait, did you did yes. you like it? I love the book and the movie. The movie's great. Did you see great. the shark is broken? Uh, I've seen behind the scenes for when like how they filmed in interviews. No, no, and no, how no. The, oh, the Broadway show. Oh no. oh no! There's a Broadway show called The Shark Is Broken, and it's it's Quint Hooper and the Chief in the in the in the belly of the ship during the during the the, the downtime of shooting and oh. all of the banter and the conversations that go on oh. that actually happen. Ian Shaw. Uh, Robert Shaw's son wrote it, and his plea plays his father. That's like the so real cool. banter in between shooting, or yes. like parts from the movie. Like, look at this. Scar. No, no, no. The real banter. The real banter yes. that they were having. Like, like when when Spielberg would yell "cut", cut. and they would take a break. The stuff that would go on it's between like the making of oh, like story. Right. Was well, it fun? Call Did they it... get along? I'm sorry. Did they all get like along? Is it like banter? That's like fun banter, or well, are they like? Yes, yes, they got along. However, there was there was some issues between Quint and Hooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of friction, um, oh. and and it shows in the show. In the, oh, interesting. But if I mean, if you love the movie, yep. you and will then, really, really like the the play. Huh? Maybe we should yeah. check that out. We yeah, we should definitely check that out. We haven't um, been to a, a Alex show in Brightman. A while. I don't know if he's still in the show, but the only reason why Juliet came with me because I she knew that I wanted to see it because mm-hmm. Alex Brightman was in it. Oh. She had never seen Jaws. She refuses to see it. Um, oh really? Oh, no, yeah. no. Kieran has seen it multiple times with us. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you it's should get movie. Kieran to. I can tell. I we'll we'll do some you know encouragement. Let's signature we music, signature. Well, yeah, here's the thing. Movie. I've I've wanted Juliet to watch um, Cobra Kai with me or the or the Karate Kid. <laughs> Kieran uh-huh. watched all the Cobra Kai. She with her never. Dad. She wouldn't watch it with me. She's watched it with her friends, but she oh, never no, watched no. it with me. No, we watched. I saw Cobra the original Kai. Uh, in the theater. Was that 1984? I think. Then when that what, Karate, Karate Kid, Kid? Came, yeah, yeah, Karate Kid came out. Yeah. I saw that in the theater back in the day. I don't know, it was five. That's such a great movie. Yeah. Oh, this is where I could say was I born yet? Yeah, you were born. You're already born. born. Look at that. Oh, you were born. You could have gone to the movie. Wow. There's like when we first mm. started doing this show together, Greg would mention all these things that either I just don't remember, and then afterwards, even like my mom or my dad or my sister would be like, "Here, you should remember that." Like, and I'm like, "Well, how do you know hmm. Mr. Belvedere?" Right? Like but, I watched it with my parents. But mm-hmm. but wasn't that a TV but you show? were like two. I don't know. I somehow remember it. Mm. Oh. 
Isn't that weird? It is. Very and weird. like I watched Honeymooners and like all these oh, shows. Oh, okay. Okay. But I don't know. If, I, I didn't know that um, Mr. Belvedere was in reruns. No, but Mr. Belvedere ran through like, I thought, like the early 80s. Like mm. probably until it's like five or six. But don't forget. Well, no, it had to have been. It had to have been in the late 80s because I started flying in, a, in the late 80s. Um so I probably flew him in like 89 or 90, maybe. Mm. So maybe. That's, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So that makes sense. All right. Yeah. But okay. I would have been like Kirti's, nine or Kirti's ten. Aryan, right? You're Aryan, so you're thousands of years old. You might have been a spider on the wall somewhere watching Mr. Belvedere. But I'm like reincarnated? Yeah. Or a fly. You you're, you're reincarnated. Or could a fly. Could have been a fly on the wall. Oh, you could have been a fly that people were trying See, to look, swap. That's and that's how you come full circle. Exactly. There we go. Exactly. There we go. So, so creative, Greg. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so talking creative, I do have another question, though, for you. 42. For, for 42. It's that long. Wow. Yeah. It's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Thank you. <laughs> so, um, like, I'm perplexed, like, thinking about, I understand how, like, I get, as a musician, as an artist, like, Kirthi will at times get mad at me because it'll be, like, 2.30 in the morning as we were talking, like, I'll... I'll wake up and I'll start recording into the, into my phone, right? Like on the bedside, like an idea that I have. And then, so I understand how you can come up with an idea. How do you take that idea and then translate it into an aerial, a product. Cor- like an aerial product, an aerial choreography? Um, are you, do you draw it out? Do you work with someone else that helps to put it together? And then when how you, do you teach, it? how do you teach like, it? Are you the person you know, like, when I think of a choreographer, that choreographer is teaching everyone the moves in real time mm-hmm. are you teaching everyone the moves like what is that i'm, I'm how, how do you, you know, do it's, it it's it's really funny that you asked that question because i i don't know I, and i had this conversation with many people i don't know why i'm still doing what i do and i don't understand how come there's there isn't more people that do it because mm-hmm. i see things that other people can't see. And I, I guess it's like a musician where a musician who writes music, they're constantly seeing notes mm-hmm. and the notes flow and the notes create this picture for them. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I, I see movement and that creates my picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, it shocks me that I'm like, well, can't you see somebody doing this? And they're like, no, that doesn't make sense. How how can you get someone to do that? I'm like, how could you not? Yeah, You know, um, so, Yes, I, I see these pictures, and then what I do, it, it's interesting, my job, not only do I have to work with the actor or the, the actress or the dancer or mm-hmm. the who, whoever's flying, I have to train the operator to do it too. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when it's manual, yeah. these people are pulling ropes. What kind of skills do they have to have? Like, oh, how so do this you is an really... automatic. So sometimes, so, sometimes it is. Yeah. Like this, I'm working on this brand new Peter Pan tour uh-huh. uh, that Lonnie Price is directing. And it's the first time that Peter Pan is being played by a boy. Not only just, a, not a man, but a 16 year old boy. And he has the essence of Peter. Mm. He, he is like, he walked into the room and everyone behind the table you said, magic. that's it. That's him. He, everybody can stop audition. They were like, mm. nobody can pay attention to an audition after he walked in because we knew that he was the one, mm-hmm. you know, and he he just did an amazing job. And and we go into rehearsals on Monday, and then we start. Uh, I start actually flying him on November. So this is all happening in Tokyo. No, it's happening here. It's a it's a U.S. tour. It is a U.S. It's tour. a U.S. Okay. tour. Okay. Uh, we open in Saint Paul, and it tours for the next three and a half to four years. That's hmm. awesome. Yeah. That's so exciting. It, it is, and and I get to recreate, not recreate, 
to come up with new creations yeah. of flying after being involved with Peter Pan for, for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And I, I've, I've toured with Kathy for almost 10 years collectively. Mm -hmm. And I thought I exhausted every idea that I can could with Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. And now I have to come up with something new. Well, and, yeah, I was going to say, so new, like how do you use new tech? Yeah. There's so much new tech, right? That's yeah, but it's, it's actually mentoring. It's, it's, it's still it's, manual. It's, well, Peter Pan needs to be manual yeah. because of the mannerisms, because of the actions. The humanity. And, yeah, exactly. You, you, can't, you can't restrict an actor because everything that, if, you're, if it's automated, every move has to be programmed. Yeah. So he can't be organic. He can't, he can't just say, okay, I want to walk over here. Mm -hmm. um, that's why it has to be manual. Oh. Yeah. So when it's manual and someone's pulling a rope, one person might be heavy and hard to pull. They might get tired. Is it like a whole pulley system to make it easy? There's a mechanical advantage built into the system. Yes. And, and, if it, and if they're heavier than that, then we add counterweight to it uh -huh. Yeah, to make it easier for the operator. That's interesting. So one operator needs to be strong and the other one needs to be skilled because the one that's traveling back and forth needs to have the timing to make sure that they don't crash into the wall. Mm. Whereas the one that's doing the up and down needs to make sure that they're strong enough where the person doesn't mm. hit the ground. That's true, because it's like a wrecking ball that, mm -hmm. say you swing over, mm. that weight of that person is still gonna be swinging them. Exactly. Yep. You know? So so you need to be able to cancel that ball before yeah. it hits it hits an it's obstacle. A lot of physics involved. It, it is, there's a lot, lot of physics. And doing it on tour, which I'm assuming different dimensions at every theater, like how do you, well, it's it's we we shutter it in, so our our show fits within a certain um, footprint, mm. and then it, every every theater, even even if the theater is thirty feet wider or eighty feet wider, we still fit within that footprint. That footprint, yep. yeah. I was just thinking that you obviously Peter Pan he flies around in the air, he does stuff, but you've also done Little Mermaid. Correct. Talk about transitioning this thought oh. process from. Sky to it a was ocean it was creature. so much fun when when the director called me because he got hired to do he was not involved with the Broadway production mm -hmm. um, he wanted to reconceive it so he called me and he says look uh, I know on Broadway they had these these heelys these skates um, I don't want to do that I want to simulate swimming is there a way that we can do it in the air with wires mm. and I said let me let me get back to you and I formulated what type of equipment we would need. Mm -hmm. And I called him back and I said, yes, we can do this. He said, okay, could we do a workshop? I said, yes, let's definitely do a workshop. Um, and the flying, because I not only do I fly Pausing the mermaids. Pausing for a second, workshop, just for like the average person oh. to understand. What does that mean? Workshop means that we go into a studio and we play around with different equipment and mm -hmm. different concepts to see if those ideas will work within our show. Got it. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it's almost like um, a proof of concept. A proof of concept. Yeah. Yes, exactly. An MVP. But but for us, we have to get a theater or a studio mm -hmm. and actually build, build everything stuff. exactly, and we have to build it. So there's like expenses incurred on your business to oh, do yeah. this, exactly. and you're still trying to win the business. Or uh, have you won it at that point? Well, I won the position at the point we had to convince Disney that the concept would work. Correct. Mm. Okay. So got it. So. We did this thing, and then uh, Tom Schumacher, who's the president of Disney Theatricals, he was the one who has to sign off on it. Mm -hmm. So we did this whole presentation, and he comes over, he puts his arm around me, he goes, this is what we needed. This is great. That's so exciting. And, and then we went. Yep. But uh, it was very hard for me because Scuttle flies above the water. <laughs> so 
and Ariel and the mermaid uh, and a lot of uh, the, all of the rest of the Flounder, characters. Sebastian. They all Ariel. swim underwater, so the flying oh. had to be very different. Yep. Um, so it, I had to come up with different concepts and different different sequences. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by the way, Little so, Mermaid, my like most favorite Disney yeah. cartoon. Oh, really? I played it on like loop mm-hmm. in my college dorm room. Yeah. So if anybody on came, VHS tape. Yeah. <laughs> I, so yeah. I, I was a big. I was like, like it would be like it was set up on our like VCR mm-hmm. unit for me, my roommate and I. We had it on like set up so that it would just automatically rewind and replay. So anybody, yeah. anytime anyone entered our like, so I went to Rutgers for a couple uh, of years, and mm-hmm. so they entered our dorm room. We always had a refrigerator stocked with um, complimentary beverages. Um, I had my TV with the VCR thing on mm-hmm. it. And Little Mermaid was on replay. That's awesome. You were I, was a, I was a Little Mermaid fan. Actually, so back in uh, in high school, I, for several semesters, I, I love the ocean. So I took ocean, uh, oceanography. So we actually used to watch that because, according to our teacher, that the way that they actually designed the movie itself, it's actually correct in terms of all of the fish, the mollusks, everything that are in there. Mm-hmm. They actually designed it properly. And it wasn't just like this made fictitious up. made up version. They were all accurate, so it was a very, it was a learning experience as well for the children, for any students to be watching. But except show. for flounder, though, Flo- oh, we, we remove remove those pieces. <laughs> remove those. Right. Flo- I mean, but yeah. uh, th- and that's the thing is, I because I, yeah. I, I go back every now and then and I yeah. watch it just to see how how correct uh, my position is with yeah. Yeah. right to exactly. The movie. And I'm like, but flounder doesn't look like a flounder. Look, look, look. No, no. It, fl- well, he doesn't because he, he's yeah. He's he's because he swims look. this way. He swims but this way versus that way. This way, and yeah. both eyes are on one, one side. side versus right. yeah, flounder exactly. or fluke. Yeah, yeah. So, but coming back to then that, so that makes me think differently. So it's one thing in Peter Pan to just sit there and just fly like mm-hmm. this, where you're still. If you're flying the Little Mermaid, now the actor like itself curvy. has to be able to like maneuver. So. You can only provide, I feel like, so much, but then it's up to the actor to be able to execute upon what your vision is correctly. Correct, a hundred percent. One of the things, super athletic, I assume. Well, one of the things that we do is before we actually get into fly rehearsal is teaching them how to undulate because they have to be able to do this uh-huh. static, and then once we get them to do this, then we add the up and down. Oh my god! So then they start doing this, and then the timing has to be right for them to do this so they can actually swim through the water. That's that crazy. is a lot it, of work. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's it's a lot. Um, believe it or not, and I'm going to show you how much of a geek I am. I've studied hours and hours and hours of dolphin swimming because I think mm. that a dolphin is very similar to the body structure mm-hmm. of a of a mermaid of a mermaid of a a man made mermaid. Um, and then I I watched hours of videos of seagulls. I was going to say no offense to those of you who believe mermaids no. earlier. Out there. <laughs> But if you notice, seagulls have different flying techniques than the way a mermaid would swim. Mm. So I would watch the videos of how a seagull would like coast and glide behind boats and ride Mm. the wind. Mm. And I took some of those animations and put them towards how scuttle flew. So that's how I was able to teach and and make the the two different characters very different. So much goes into Mm. this. So much. It's incredible. Yeah. It was a lot of research. It's like, uh, as a viewer, right, when we go to these shows, uh-huh. I think we just sit there and, of course, we're amazed and we're even in awe of like, wow, that was so exciting. But holy cow, 
There is just a shit ton of but work. See that, but that's our job. Our job is to make it so you can enjoy it and not have to worry about all of the crap that goes into yeah. it. But you know? we don't see any of it no. either, right? No. That's like we it's like we don't even see the barely the, the thread that they might be floating on yeah. or whatever. If all goes well, you do not see that, yes. Yep. It's just incredible. So we try and suspend yeah. disbelief. Yeah. So yeah. so then are there act so what I guess actors have you worked with um that were really great? And then I'm assuming there's probably an actors that have been like super prima donnas. Well, yeah, you know, people out usually ask me that and I'm like, they're not gonna be a prima donna with me because I have their life in my hands. Yeah, they, they <laughs> so they're going to give me. They're going to give me like really the utmost respect, mm-hmm. um, whether it's deserved or not. To th- be determined. Th- exactly. <laughs> um, but but uh, I worked with Kevin James, the comedian, mm-hmm. oh. and he was so amazing to work with. Uh, I did he's so funny. He, oh, he's hysterical. Um, I did two effects for, with him for uh, on Kevin Can Wait, mm-hmm. and the second one. Uh, we're about to do this effect where he's he's jumping over a billboard and he's supposed to swing back and forth and spray paint over the billboard. Mm-hmm. And um, it looks like the way it was shot, he was like 30 feet in the air, but he was only like 15. Okay. But before he jumps over, he turns to me and goes, Paul, I want you to know that I really, really hate this. I'm, <laughs> I'm not very comfortable with this. And I'm like, Kevin, you wrote this in the script and you approved it. He goes, yes, I know. But looking at, looking at the ground now, I'm not happy with I'm it. I'm not happy with it, yes. Um, but it's not a mall cop scene. No. no. Yeah, uh, no. Oh, no. Or grown-ups. Or grown-ups. But the thing <laughs> is, he's so professional that the two sequences that I did with him, he did in one take. And that wow. was it. Wow. One take, done. Um, and he, was, he understood everything. He took everything. He, he, he took every um, like cue. Uh, cue and every note that I gave him. He put it into one one performance and it and it, and and it that was it that's awesome yeah i would love to like yeah. meet him yeah. he just seems like a he'll be a sweet funny guy yeah, he is he really is mm-hmm. um and david hyde pierce um i flew him in a show called curtains oh okay yeah. and he the the sequence that i had with him was he was standing on a catwalk and a sandbag knocked him off so he fell about 10 feet and mm. then disappeared and then came out from the rafters so he flew in from another 50 feet and then was sitting on a moon. Wow. Very, very tricky sequence. Hmm. And he was so willing to do it and, and flawless. And he did that eight times a week. Well, he's, I mean, he's been on Broadway for years. Oh, yes. He's, he's a great Broadway yes. actor. Spam a lot. Um, Hello, Dolly. I saw him on, I forget. I've seen, I've seen him in a few Broadway shows. Of course, I'm not remembering them right now. But another Broadway, two other Broadway actors that come to mind, Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick. Have mm-hmm. you worked with them at all on anything? Uh, I have not, no. 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 I, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've seen them fly in anything personally, but, you know, but I wasn't seem, sure. They don't seem fly no. no. I just wasn't sure if they've done anything fly, but I'm just trying to think of other Broadway, like known. I think, you know, I the known, last but... show I think I saw Matthew Broderick in was How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Ooh, that's um, a long time ago. the last one I, I saw know. him in was The Producers. Actually, that was even older. It's even older than mine. Because he just he just did a um, a show with his his, wife. He did one with Sarah Jessica Parker recently. Yeah, it was a Neil Simon. Neil Simon. Well, the Neil Simon play. uh, Yes. California Suite. Not a California Suite. Um, It's been a while. Yeah, I don't remember which one it was, but yeah. So here's let's like date. um, Let's go uh, date each other a bit. Where do you want to go on a date? No, I'm not talking about a threesome. I'm talking about. Oh, I was about to say. Oh. I'm talking about like. You know, our first Broadway show. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Like, do you remember mm-hmm. yours? Me? I do.
do. I believe my first Broadway show was The Music Man. Um, back when I uh, still living in Connecticut, was in junior high, back when it was called junior high at the time because it was seven through nine versus six through eight. And the school oh. took us um, to a Broadway show. And I, I remember like Broadway shows also. We were talking about this recently. Where I feel like when you used to go to a Broadway show back oh, in the day. Oh, because I was questioning Kieran's outfit when she questioning went outfit. to. Questioning outfit. Used to dress up. I remember being in a jacket yes. oh, tie. Yeah. I used to dress up because we you wanted up. respect for the actors, respect exactly. for everything. Exactly. One hundred percent. And what now when people go to like Broadway now, shows, people are going to shows in tank tops, shorts, like and, yeah. and Birkenstocks. There's a like, word there we use. There's, there's yeah. a word yeah. that now Greg and our whole family uses. It's it's a Canada word. I speak a dialect mm-hmm. in Indian called Canada, and it's called, the word is called humba. 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 And it means like unsophisticated and kind of like low class. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, it's like going to the opera in sweatpants, basically, right? Well, like, else is black that's tie. just like you yeah. know, sweatpants yeah. are cool, guys. I like designer sweatpants, but have a little decorum yeah. in terms of like what you wear, right? And when yeah. you wear it, I, I agree. And we we were saying like mm-hmm. you go to so many things now. We're like, why is everyone humba? Yeah, yeah, but right, yeah. Because I remember there were kids um, that didn't show up in jackets and ties and they weren't allowed to go. Oh, I do really? remember mm-hmm. like those days when mm-hmm. I went in like middle school and high school. Because yeah. um, you're representing the school. You're also, I remember respect for the actors, respect for theater. It was like something mm-hmm. you Do you know what's did. interesting about you going to The Music Man as your first Broadway show? Uh-huh. Is I think, actually I now am recalling, we did Music Man in our school play while it was running on Broadway. Mm. And I was always an actor. Re- Wait, really? Yeah. Because usually they don't give you the rights to do that. No, of course not. But we did like a quote pseudo little play version of it. Was it was Staten Island, so they greased the palms. Island. Come on. It's Staten Island. Yeah, you just grease the palms and you're all good. Yeah, okay. There's someone who knows. Or, or where the ma, you know, someone makes a call. Be like, or they yeah. had no idea what we were doing. I, I, I would go with the latter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But um, mine was actually a show that. I kind of cringe now about, but mm-hmm. I could see why it was like my first Broadway show. Um, and I had to actually ask my mom because I was like, I've yeah. seen so many Broadway shows like my entire life that I was like, what was my first one? Why can't I remember it? And my mom was like, we saw Cats. Oh, mm. I'm so sorry. I know, but I'm you so know so what? <laughs> Barbara Streisand, Barbara Streisand. My mom was a huge... She wasn't in Cats. No, no but her but song the music. was a hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom was a huge no, Barbara Streisand fan. She covered a song. Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. 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 Like she covered a song. Why everybody, I think, were, were drawn to that show, yeah. really. There was no other reason. Because yeah. who wants to see a bunch of people in cat outfits crawl mm. around in a dark set? I, I, you know, and, and it ran a long time. A long it did, time. It did. It did. And I had friends in productions around the world. So like when I was doing a job in Japan, a friend of mine was doing it in Tokyo. Paul, please come see the show. I'm like, no. okay. <laughs> so I, should I actually, saw the show about five times. We should bring it back. I think I've only but seen it once. It's, and then it's not regular cats. It's called Cats in Space. And it's all aeronautics. <laughs> so we can all, fly them. We can, we can fly, fly them. them. They're all flying the entire show. There's cats flying no. the entire Don't time. you know the SNL skit? There's a, they have a skit on SNL, like one of the, you know, how the SNL does the videos and stuff. Uh-huh. They have one where they're cat, laser cats. Laser cats. Yeah. They're like in space shooting it. each other. Oh, I think I've seen that. Yes. Wait, I may have to pull up this reel, guys. Oh, like, yes. Laser like, cats. Oh, laser laser cats. cats. I, I cannot recall seeing that. Uh-huh. 
I, I swear it was on SNL. Now, I also, I, I don't know if I read this or somebody told me a rumor, but I was told that Cats is coming back. <gasps> I, really? I, don't, I, I don't know Even if it's true. Even after the failed movie? People love yeah. Cats. Wow. I know you both are looking at that was, that was a to perfect... Me, to me, it's like, this is going to be horrible, and I've, I haven't seen Cats, but I've had zero interest in seeing Cats. <laughs> don't hate me when I say this, but I feel like people who might like or love cats, it's almost like an ignorant show because you're just watching cats on a, like I, I hear it's like really bad. The dialogue isn't very good. There's, there's nothing there's no really dialogue. going on. I don't, I don't think no, there's, there's dialogue. No dialogue. That's what I'm talking. It's, there's no dialogue. No, they're singing love songs to each other in the nighttime. It's, it's, but that's what I'm talking about. That, that, that's, what, that's what I'm getting at. It's almost oh, like, you know what's the irony of it? Cats to are the, not fucking le- lo- like loving it, it, creatures, I, guys. I've heard, I've they heard rumors. They are predators. I've heard, they're actual predators. I've heard rumors it appeals to the less sophisticated. No, but like dogs are not predators, right? Like cats are predators and they oh, actually are not affectionate. They are not. No, hold on. I'm talking about their biological makeup. Mm. Right. They cats well, are not like kind creatures. They're mean. And we're watching a show about them saying love songs to each other in the mm. moonlight but, and like but, but licking ca- each other. But, right. But cat to a cat. They're they're Yes. But they're friendly to each other. Not even. Huh? We've seen my sister's cats. Oh. Buttercup and Mittens fight. Oh, they do fight. Yeah. Well, if your name was Buttercup and Mittens, you'd be fighting too. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I mean, my little Buttercup. Buttercup is, is the mean one. Buttercup is the mean one. She just like, goes, Rah! like, she, like even, she like stabs my sister. And then my sister's like, Why are you stabbing me? I'm like, Why were you assaulted by your own cat? What's happening here? Should you like kick that thing? Like, I'm like, Just go. <laughs> Sorry, cats. cat lovers. I'm not a cat person. Was that was that was cats at the Winter Garden? Is that yeah. where that used to be yeah. for the longest oh, time? Yeah. The Winter yeah. Garden Theater. The Winter Garden Theater. Winter. Is you, what you have they, a favorite theater? Um, uh, well, I love the Gershwin. Mm, I think the Gershwin wicked is, is right. where Wicked is now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And before before I did Wicked there, I did uh, Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love and I. I it's constantly changing names. It was the Foxwoods. Uh, it's where Harry Potter is now. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, oh. And I did two shows there. And it, those are just two of the uh, beautiful theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, I'm assuming also for you, the logistics are. Correct. There, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. To yes. do what you need to do. Yeah. And I love the Al Hirschfeld Theater. Where, um, which one is that? I think Moulin Rouge is there now. Oh, yeah. that's the one I've been saying to you. Yeah. I've been wanting to go see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is so when you're because what you're doing is very specialized. Is it competitive? Are you like the only like are you the goat? Obviously, I'm gonna assume you're the go to person, but mm. is there like who else? What's the competition like? Well, who else do you go to? Like, well, I feel like it's so specialized. The, well, the thing is, is that there's a, just a handful of people that do what I do, uh-huh. but then there are vendors that supply equipment, and then within the equipment, they supply a person to do what I do. Mm. But uh, the I thing see. is, they're not gonna have the experience but that you're I have. The creative. Correct. So for Which me, being a musician, to, uh, so I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, because from being a musician, one, when you're going into a studio, uh, when you're recording an album, you'll typically want to bring your own producer and your own engineer. Right. But if you, when you rent out a studio just as a musician, the studio will often come with a house engineer mm-hmm. right, to run the equipment. But you typically want your own engineer. Right. And so it's the same concept where the house engineer is typically not going to be like the engineer that you bring in. That's like... Exactly. 
designing and helping the producer that's helping to design what your end product mm-hmm. is going to be. Well, so it's right. like, get it. it's like, even for me, I don't have your talents. Like mm-hmm. you have all these other talents. That's right. But Not many people do. I know you should just <laughs> sometimes have to keep them in check, but it's okay. Who the others um, and let them know that they don't No, you, I got to keep you in check, mister. Oh. Okay. What do you okay, mean? What do you mean? But it be, you know what I mean? No, I have no idea. You're no, about. we're not even going to be in this. check. Look, we're almost getting out of time. I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole. Whoa. But, but we like holes. here's another whiplash moment. It's like, <laughs> whiplash. It's like, it's like watching a tennis match. <laughs> but you love rabbits and I love holes. Oh, <laughs> oh. La 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 and la. What do rabbits la, love la, to la. do and what are they known for? Okay. But doom boom. Anyway. Uh, oh, I think boy. I just lost my entire well, thought. No, you were that. talking, you said you um were what we were talking about? You said you want to keep me in check. That's always the case. I know. Just like, you know, I, I check off the boxes. I was just going to say, I don't have your amazing talents or mm. even your amazing skills and talents. Mm-hmm. I, you know, mine are a little bit limited, mm-hmm. but. Well, you look good. Uh, That's a talent. Okay. That's just jeans, but thank you. Mm-hmm. No plastic yet. Well, you're guys. not wearing jeans. You're, you're wearing leather. I, okay. Anyway, my point is. <laughs> As a, as a, uh, as you like to like call me as an amateur vocalist, I also feel very empowered as well as like comfortable and just, I can bring my best self when I have like you and Mm. Christian and certain people around me. So when you surround yourself with with creative people, you can excel at what you want to do. And also the people who are really good at what they do, Mm. right? Like he's an amazing music producer drummer now he's become a guitarist i don't Mm. know he just develops new skills by day Mm -hmm. and then like we have this friend christian who like i i i think singing is a very vulnerable thing and that's my only whatever instrument i Mm -hmm. guess you can call it and i feel better when i do it with like the right kind of people around Mm -hmm. me with their subject matter expertise so i'm just saying well you just mentioned all the things you need you mentioned all the things Mm -hmm. you need but you're perfect on your own too some of us also well, need you. other elements. So, I was what, just trying to relate to what you guys were talking what, about. Well, essentially, what Kirthi is saying is when she's in a room full of musicians and she's drowned out and you can't hear her is when she sounds the best. That's not what I heard. No. <laughs> that is not what I heard at all. <laughs> You're so mean. I'm just joking. You know I'm joking. You know what? You're excluded from the God Spice Matthew Johnson I, I show that's going to heard... be happening in December. I'll find another drummer. F see, you. See, I, I kind of heard that when you're not in the studio, she excels at what she's doing because she can be more of herself. Oh. oh, that oh. Might, mm. that's, what I, that's what I heard, but I could be wrong. Mm. But then again, I don't like Cats, the musical, so I, I, I don't know. We don't either. Meow. 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 Wow, and I think that we may have come to a juncture of drinking more tequila. Tequila's always good. Um, I hear cats like tequila. Cats cats love tequila. (laughs) I I think we've actually hit our our time, and I feel good about wrapping this up. No, I didn't tell you what my favorite... What my first Broadway musical was. Oh, oh my God, we never true. got to it? No. Truthy's like shutting you down. She's no. like, after, dude, he just defend, after he just defended you, okay, dude, you're like, I'm cutting you off. You're I, cut I, off. Dude, you're done. <laughs> I need you're more like, tequila. Like, Wait a minute. You went to the room I, and I'm like, I got a Broadway musical. Yeah, this the is first what time. happens when Greg interrupts the flow. I didn't interrupt stories. jack shit. You just <laughs> totally went off on your own tangent to like, I am the authority. I am shutting this down. 
Yeah, I know. I keep huh. shit. Well, I, I keep shit moving. Yeah, oh, that's why that I call note, it malarkey. I'm ready for another drink. Ooh, we all are. But I want to yeah. first hear yeah, about well, your. Uh, oh, your mine show. isn't really exciting. Let's hear it. I just wanted. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's hear it. What's your first Broadway show? I, I've never seen a Broadway musical. No. How sad is that? No, I'm just kidding. Um, was it my, public theater in Staten Island? No, no. Actually, my first Broadway musical was was Annie. Oh! I saw Annie. Mm. With Sarah? Uh, no. Oh, oh she, but, not, she, but she didn't play Annie. Allison, um, Alli, oh, what's her name? Allison. She As was, Kirthi would say, some white girl's name. No. But, <laughs> but, but, she, but she went into a TV show with uh, Jane Curtin afterwards. Uh, Allison Smith. Okay. Uh, she was my Annie. I still don't know who that is. Okay. If you, if you Google name. her, you'll know exactly who I, she is. Probably if I Allison see Smith. Uh, I'm she so did sorry, it. Allison Smith. I yeah. will look you up. I probably know who you are. I'm just really bad at names. Allison, you did an amazing job. He's like, I thought every but, white but, girl was named Allison Smith. But here's the thing. I watched that show. It's not Karen. And after I saw it, I'm like, that's what I want to do. That's what you want to do. And because I saw that show, I knew I wanted to be an and actor. And how old were you? Uh, seven. Oh, oh you're young. A seven or eight, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I actually, it's so interesting you say that. I I really didn't think I would be in financial services and doing marketing. Mm -hmm. Since I was small. Actually, my dad um, has a video of me. I was only two years old. And there was this uh, famous Bollywood, whatever, song. He would play it. And he was like, I would play it. And it didn't take you more than a nanosecond to just get up and start dancing and you would entertain whoever's right, right in front of you. And I think my family also thought I would like just lean into being in theater, acting, or even like Bollywood movies, who knows. But life somehow took me on a different course. And Did you see Bombay Dreams? Oh, yeah. It was okay. Mm -hmm. oh. Let's see the it dance. Okay. I mean, the production is pretty, yep. but I just felt like the actors that were put into that show, I was like, those don't really represent what Indian people look and feel and act like. I think I struggled with a little bit of that. Let's hear let's hear the song and dance. Do I'm dance. not gonna sing again. Sing and dance. No, 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 we're not singing. <laughs> uh, you're gonna do this until I sing, aren't you? Oh, Greg, I'm not prepared to do this. Let's see it. <laughs> for our rehearsals. Oh, there you go. Mm. Well, if you remember Slushing when she came off. down on the moon, remember yes. she was sitting on the moon? Yes, there's a beautiful effect I did that. in that. But the show is spectacular, yeah. is what I'm saying. I'm just mm. struggling with when Indian actors are placed into certain roles. Like, even my family and I've talked about it, are like, that doesn't really look Indian. They, mm. They're like, they pick... It's Americanized. Well... It's, it's, it's structured for the audience that's watching it. It's not, it's not in India. It's here in America. Mm -hmm. There's that, but I felt like Indian representation and acting when I was pursuing it in the late 90s mm -hmm. and that time period onwards, mm -hmm. I don't look like the other Indian actors that I oh, was I um, competing yeah. against. Well, look okay. at the Renaissance period where men were playing women, right? Wasn't men playing every Always. character? Always. Men, men played all the characters. Yeah, they played all characters. Yeah, so back yeah in the and in, in my case, Indian people that were selected 
they were exceptionally dark skinned. Mm -hmm. They were not like, you know, they almost look like uh, nas national geographic versions of what right. Indian people look like, that's what that like villagey. So right. not, not what mm -hmm. Indian people who, who, who grow up in a middle class kind of economic situation in India or mm -hmm. here right. look like. So as and, Paul was saying, though, because it's what people expect to see. Many a time, people don't know when someone's Indian or not. So, like for for instance, Freddie Mercury, people didn't really know he was he's necessarily Indian. Indian. Yeah. Right, he's Indian, but a lot of people do not know. They think he's maybe some British guy. Right, right, exactly. So it's almost like they had to overcompensate to make people realize that the person's Indian versus. But that's the other using extreme, a, right? Like a Indians, lighter skinned Indian Indians individual who made it were exceptionally fair skinned, mm -hmm. and they didn't necessarily have the apparent. Um, features and attributes mm -hmm. that they could pot potentially just be Caucasian, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So as an actor, I kind of gave up, honestly. That's what I did. Like, right. I gave so up. So that was a turning point? The turning point was my ex-husband at the time, who was my husband, did not like me in certain scenes that I was trying to just act in and screenplays and pilots that I was a part of. But also, they were just so, like, outlandishly obnoxious. Like, I was on this UPN 9 back then, um, pilot called <laughs> yeah exactly I said UPN nine right now I'm dating yeah. myself yep. for sure yeah. but like the show was um, called New York Spice mm. and it was supposed okay. to be about a Punjabi Indian family that owns a gas gas station and I was supposed to be the daughter of the gas station owner oh. and there's like weird sh stupid scenes that mm. were in it that mm -hmm. were kind of on the extreme side and he was just like really is that what you're gonna be doing and I was like. I'm not really doing it. It's I'm acting it. Like it's like <laughs> acting, dude. Your ex had issues right. with you kissing is, other men on screen. Yeah, right. yeah. So I was only 23, 24 mm -hmm. at that time when I started to finally make some progress, mm -hmm. and I gave it up for mm -hmm. marriage. In hindsight, yeah. As part of our influencer yeah. campaigns, things have changed. Where you know anyone who wants to kiss Kirthi, it's like a hundred bucks a kiss. That's cool. There's a kissing booth. Sure, yeah, it's a kissing booth. Yeah. No. It's like that movie Revenge of the mono. Nerds, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Where you could like as part of their fundraiser, you, yeah. know, you could kiss like the hot jaw hunks. Yeah. You know, it. for twenty bucks. No. Yeah. Negative. But so on UPN nine, that's where so that's uh when I think of channel nine, it actually reminds me of my grandfather. Well it became WB, right? But, did, well, did, but it, didn't they do no, the that was time log? WB. It was Isn't 11. that the, the uh, Christmas time they just yes. show the fireplace and the crackling and yeah, the but like, Oh yeah, the Yule log. Yeah. But then, like, apparently, like, a lot of these shows got picked up by WB. Mm -hmm. Which I think was Channel 11, though, right? WB? Yeah. WB. So the reason why Channel 9 is my grandfather um, loved, like, sports and loved baseball. And so Channel 9, when I was younger, is where the Mets would play on Channel 9. And then the Yankees were on Channel 11. Right. That's right. Yep. You know, back in the day. Yeah, before cable, it's 249, 79, and 11. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Back when we used to actually get up and actually turn the knob. Do you remember that? The yep. knob oh, yeah. turning I, on the TV. I remember. I, I was the remote control. Oh. Yeah. Dad would say, change the channel, and I would go up and change, change the, channel. the channel. I remember doing that. Yeah. But we're in the era now where the kids are like, change the channel, and you go change the channel. If it was well, like in this day and yeah, age. Yeah, but no, but we're in day and age now. You can just do it on your phone. Yeah, no. No, you can do it. No, no, I'm saying, no, but it no, was no. Like, They're it was like, annoying. Just... They grab the control and then they change it. And I'm like, what did you yeah. do? We yeah. were watching but, but I'm, something. But I'm talking about, imagine it was like back then the way kids are in this day and age. Yeah. Instead of like your father telling you, the kids would be telling us to go yeah. change the you channel. change the channel. Yeah. But I remember when my, when my parents um, bought our very first VCR. And it was a VCR. It didn't go in the front yet. Those hadn't Oh, it was the top. It was the one that top and came in. 
and we had a remote on it. And so, but the ro- remote was on a cable. <laughs> Do you remember those? Like it was a cable oh, remote, not even a yeah, wireless yeah, remote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the way you could rig the system is because it was connected to the TV that you could actually change now the channel on the TV via the remote. So it was our first version of a remote was a cable. I remember my cousin. I don't remember if it was my cousin or my uncle or my, my aunt. My, their first remote, well, their remote control, You because know, every TV had a dial. Yeah. There was a contraption that went over the dial and it had a cable to it and they would flick a, a switch oh, wait, and the switch would turn the dial like one it direction actually of, controlled that it actually turned oh, the that's dial interesting yeah we, i don't think we had that and we didn't have that dad was yeah. really into like new tech hmm. oh, my yeah. dad is a quintessential baby boomer like mm. he oh. was like the guy who had the flat screen tv before anyone had it oh well my dad and your dad were in like cahoots because my dad was the first person to have like the the beeper that came out that gave all the sports scores mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, my, so like to leave so my was dad. So your dad in the mob too then, being in Staten Island? Anyway. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> uh, so so this this pager you, that he you had. You said like the unsafe word. You know how there's a safe word? There's an unsafe, unsafe word. <laughs> anyway. Okay, the so mafia. To leave, anyway, so to leave a message for him, I had to call an operator, give the operator the message, and then she would type it in and send it to him. Dad, send over the hitman now. Um, the deal is going awry. <laughs> Anyway, so go ahead, <laughs> as you were saying. <laughs> so actually, you know, just talking about that. So basically, so you became an artist. Uh, first saw you, first show at seven, knew it's what you wanted to do. Went to college, uh, essentially interned under the gentleman running Peter Pan. Um, so you learned all the aeronautics, went into mm-hmm. it. But were your, are your parents, are, like, well, like, like my parents aren't artistic. So for me, I'm like almost an anomaly in my family being a musician. Right. What about for you? Is your family artistic or creative in that capacity? Or uh, my dad is a writer. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, okay. And my mom is an artist. Oh, so she, then she, you are definitely so my dad, a byproduct. My dad actually wrote a book, and my mom did all the uh, illustrations for the book. Yeah, oh, that's my a great gosh. combination. Yeah. And it sounds like you and your wife are also a great kind of. Oh yeah, you both I, are actually, creative. It's it's funny because I, I met my wife. She played Peter Pan in a production of Peter Pan in San Diego, and that's how we met. And then a few months later, she played Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. And then I flew her in that show, too. And then after that, we started dating. Huh. Oh, my gosh. But she flew you, into your heart. Yeah. I swept her oh. off her feet. That's awesome. Um, and then but, you guys but, shot Debbie Does Dallas. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but to show you how life comes full circle, about four years ago, Kathy Rigby directed a production of Peter Pan. And my daughter played Jane. And I got to fly her in the show. Oh, what? that's cool. Yeah. So, so. Wait, Jay's been in a show? She, yeah, she was an actress. Very that's, fun. She comes across like a little bit more shy. I wouldn't have even known that she oh, But yeah. a lot of actors are shy, right? Yeah. A lot of actors are extremely shy. And, and the reason why they like acting is because they can portray Be what a they want to version. They, they can play somebody else. Yeah. But once the show is over, they can go back into their little. Into their shell. Into their, their cocoon. Shell. Yeah. Mm. That's so cool. Yeah. So I got to, I, the, the biggest thrill of my entire career Aww, was being able to fly that's her. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping Karen can actually become a real like movie producer and director that she anticipates being. So maybe I'll actually get in a movie. Well, mm-hmm. I heard that they're putting together their uh, theater club. She is. Yeah. She launched it. Yeah. No, not film, theater. Oh, theater. Now. Yeah. They, yeah. They're putting together a theater club, Jay and, and Karen. Good. They just found a, 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 teacher to supervise mm-hmm. that's amazing and, and they're, yeah they're gonna because i know kieran has been really keen on creating the film club mm-hmm. 
And she's like, I want to teach people how to like actually create film content mm-hmm. and what goes into it and producing and everything. And she she actually goes to DCTV, oh, okay, their program. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought she was only focused on that, but you, hey, I guess I'll talk to her about it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. No, she hasn't told me yet. Yeah. It's okay. Right. Um, yeah. Well, this That's was right. really fun. Yeah, this is a lot of been, fun. It has been a lot of fun. It's been, it's been great. It's been great getting started. I think, knowing I think you more actually, as well we could keep about your talking on camera, but yeah. we're going to take it off camera yeah. now, guys, so we yes. can have like real yeah. juice. But actually, just yeah. one, one, one last oh, wait, question. You one more? Sure. Yeah, just one last question. This is, and I might as well put it on, on camera. So, be with an artistic background, and this is one, this is going to sound super duper cheesy, and Kirti knows I'm like the man of cheese because I love poetry. Is to me, <laughs> to me like when you just mentioned about your parents, num- number one, one writing and one doing illustration, to me, that's like, it's poetic, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the cheesy moment. And then number two is with our artistry in the family, do you play any instruments? Or do, is there any other form of art that you also do? Are you an illustrator? Are you a writer? Or just because obviously what you're doing is you're creating art, but are there other, what are your outlets to help keep you creative? Video games. Hmm. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I play video games a little bit. Um, no, I, I my outlet is 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 basically reading, um, and uh, artistically, I, I do write a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, nothing to the extent of where I'm going to you know publish something, but I, I write to myself, and I mm-hmm. and I uh, there was a storyline that I had that I wanted to write a, a book with my dad, mm-hmm. um, and he passed away, so I wasn't able to actually write it with him. So I'm still kind of writing it and chugging along. Mm -hmm. And uh, I read it the other day and I'm noticing that parts of the character that uh, is in the, in the, in the, the the main part of the story is picking up things that I had felt. So I'm like actually writing feelings and putting my feelings into that character, which I didn't really originally start to do, Yeah. but it, I guess that's normal, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like shaping out to resemble character development and heart out there. Yeah. And off camera, I'll tell you what the storyline is and it'll make sense. Okay. Yeah. That works. That's awesome. Well, this has been a, this has been a fun This is fantastic. This this has been really fun. So it's, thank you for being on God's Way. My pleasure. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. So happy to have this conversation and, um, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.